Welcome to episode 118 of those Millennials Podcast. Today, I'm your humble, gracious, highly favored host, Kay the Classic. Very thankful, Kay the Classic. He will hear my nearest and dearest, my voice and friends in real life. Um, apparently, since Jesse's not here, Rel took it upon himself to continue this dumb tradition of walking away uh, in the middle of the intro. Rel's here. What's up, Rel? Pizza, pizza was here. What's up, man? <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm supposed to say in the beginning of the pod, which I always forget, welcome to those millennials podcast slash YouTube show. So I'm trying to remember that when I do my intro, uh, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you for all our, uh, our loyal listeners, everybody that's checked us out on YouTube, but please real quick, please don't forget to subscribe while you're here, please. Like I, I'm noticing a lot of people who are watching on YouTube, but they're not subscribed please 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 subscribe it costs you it costs you nothing to subscribe it just helps the podcast go a long way um and if you listen to us uh on apple please subscribe there leave a comment uh leave a review um same thing with spotify i buried the leaf so for months <laughs> i'd be burying the lead so we're back on spotify which we haven't been on spotify we've been on spotify for like almost uh three weeks now but i haven't told you guys so spotify listeners we're back on spotify um, I actually think crazy, we're and I just got Spotify. We're we're on Spotify. Um, speaking of Spotify, uh, well, first and foremost, Jesse's not here. Uh, he's busy. He he's got you know he's handling. He, he's nine to five. He got stuff to going on. So shout out to shout out to our our, our, our boy Jesse. He'll be on soon. Um, Rail though, like I said, and before we started, Rail's doing his third podcast this week. So loud. Please, editor, add an applause for Jarrell. Please, add an applause for Jarrell. Up gas, let it be. <laughs> no, so but Jarrell, I- I'm, I'm, so basically what I'm hinting at is Jarrell went on a, a uh, Jarrell went on a podcast with Matt G for um Off the Dome podcast. So Jarrell, talk about your experience about that. Yeah, definitely. I had a I want to say shout out to Matt G, uh, my boy. I met him out here in Vegas. It was crazy how we met at the Palazzo. It was a bunch of NBA execs and stuff just walking around, and we just so happened to chop it up. And this week we did a pod, and then and it was pretty dope. Check it out, Off the Dome podcast. I was telling about you guys, um, yeah. Matt, very knowledgeable dude, hardworking dude on his grind. The way he's doing shit right now, it's it, it's crazy. Like so, definitely somebody I'm gonna be tap, tapping in with. I like what he got going over there. Yeah, I listened to the pod. I thought you did an awesome job, Matt did a really good job as well i I can't wait to uh to virtually meet him and then virtually meet him in actual person my only question for this and this is you know i'm obviously i'm new to i haven't met him yet but i have listened to one or two podcasts my only question was this how is he a laker fan he's from chicago good question explain that to me i never asked that that that's a question you should have asked i thought he was a bulls fan but we know we be talking about our lakers most of the time matt I haven't met you yet, and I hope you listen to it. if this get back to you. I need I need answers. How 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 are you a Lakers fan in Chicago? How does that work? I think, but you know what's crazy? You see how Laker nature is. Laker nature is. <laughs> we just we we you know we just vibe with each other. We just 
automatically connect. It's different than any other fan base out there. We just understand what we're going through, and we want to talk to each other. So I, was, I, I really enjoyed the part where he made fun of you for just being a complete uh, sports homer and just liking all the big-name teams, Yankees. <laughs> Lakers and Cowboys. You're just yeah. like you're just just the big market teams, just the teams with the most money and the teams that get talked about. You're literally ESPN. All your teams are ESPN. Right. The, the teams that can't no talk about. I get no hardware, so you know that's funny. I get headlines, not hardware. All right. So on this episode, um, first of all, we're recording this on a Thursday night. You probably hear it Friday or afterwards. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, so we're going to talk about um, Jay-Z. Uh, he was on the Kevin Hart, Heart to Heart uh, Peacock show talking about retirement. And then we're also going to hit on some more NBA stuff because some stuff finally happened. Uh, I guess the Jazz are listing, quote unquote, to trade offers for Donovan Mitchell. And then obviously we're going to talk about the DeAndre Aiden and then the Suns matching DeAndre's Aiden, DeAndre Aiden's offer sheet. We're going to get into that. And then me and Real got millennial thoughts at the end. So, but first, we're going to talk about Kevin Hart uh, having Jay-Z on his Heart to Heart show. I did not watch it yet. I Now I, I, I feel like I need to watch it and I, I want to watch it. Um, but what came from this and what everybody was talking about, which would stem from this, what he he Kevin Hart asked him the question about ret- retiring and 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 uh, we all know Jay Z at one point uh, said he was retiring and dropped oh arguably one of his pieces best pieces of work the Black Album which we thought it was like an awesome send off, um, but then he he basically talked about he was worn out you know he was still working at Def Jam he was dropping an album every year. Uh, he was working on his shit, working on other people's stuff, doing albums uh, for soundtracks and stuff. And he basically talked about how he was uh, he was burnt out. So, Rel, what what did you take? I don't know if you consumed, if you watched the video, the whole thing. Uh, what did you think about Jay Z talking about retirement and rappers retiring? Um, it just I just hate the I, don't say it because I hate this. Like you know, we had Logic retire like six times in the last year. <laughs> And, and and we had the whole black album. So, I mean, I'm glad that he didn't call it a retirement. I'm glad that we're saying that, you know, he just says, I don't have aspirations to make music again, which is, which is basically what it is. If you feel like you, you know, if you feel like that's it, then, you know, maybe he can dip in with features from now and from time to time, which he, he can body. Wait, is that what he said? He said he doesn't have aspirations to make music anymore? Well, it's kind of what he said. He was like, he doesn't, he doesn't have plans. He, he doesn't have any plans to make an album again. So, mm-hmm. so, so he didn't necessarily, he said, he didn't say retire. He just said, I just don't have plans to make another album again. And as, as is the anniversary of the 444 album. Speaking, so if this is it, I will say this. It, it, it's, That's a good it, album to send off. His career was definitely fulfilled before this. Um, you know, I've seen, like I said, my greatest moment. I still keep the ticket stub right not that far from me. I went to the 444 concert. I bought the cheapest tickets I could in the building. Got to the, got there and then got upgraded to floor seats at the concert and watched oh. Jay-Z for the first time with my boys, Miguel and Orlando. And, and that was crazy. That was, in, and that was for the 444 tour. So I hope that he has one more album. Now, we as somebody, as fans, you always feel like they, they have one more. 
you always think like there's, there's something out there. But if he's truly feeling like this is it, I appreciate the honesty. And I, you know, I don't want him just throwing out, you know, I don't want to see you no know, Patrick Ewing on the on the on the magic. You know, I don't I don't want to see him putting out an album. You know, putting out a, a, a that's Mag- what a lot of people or, thought. That's what a lot of people Magna thought. Carter, Holy Grail, a Kingdom Come. Um, you know, I don't want to see another one. You like you like you like Kingdom Come. I didn't like Kingdom Come. I always hated Kingdom Come. What are you talking about? I told you. Oh true. no! Oh, that was that was that was course. Shout out to CG. Um, I yeah yeah. I mean, there's nothing more for me to super duper add there. I mean, you you hit the head nail on the head. Logic, you know. Retired and retired multiple times, and um, like uh, it's crazy that this topic came up because I was listening to a podcast and they were actually talking about this specific topic. Um, they was talking about on the Joe Budden podcast, right? So they was talking about um, rappers retiring, but it was like because everybody knows that Joe's been retired for like almost eight years now from actually rapping or whatever. But um, he was saying that. When you you when you're a rapper and you're a wordsmith and this is your craft and this is what you've been doing for a very long time, that you know when you still hear a beat like you're you're still your juices still get flowing like you still feel like can't nobody fuck with me on this beat or I can I can create something that the artist that was on the beat didn't paint so. I, I, again, I, I talked about this uh, about creatives anyway, like as far as, you know, I talked about this when we had Iman, shout out to Iman when Iman was on the pod that like the, the, the mindset of creatives always amazed me when, like, whether you're a painter, whether you're a writer, whether you're a writer of, of music, uh, that shit blows me away that people can do that shit. Because like, if I was a, if I was a rapper and I knew it was, I was one of the best in the world, like, I don't think I could just sit and retire. Like, I think I would have to go into poetry or something because, like, if these these words and stuff is just flowing out of me, like, I wouldn't necessarily. But I, but not to cut you off, but I feel like they, they, they've maybe Jay-Z and other creatives have also figured out other ventures to, to tap into to get that artistic expression out there. You know, I don't believe it's necessarily like that so much that they've had pent up now where he used to tap into rap. Maybe he finds it in, you know, I don't know creating with his daughter or maybe you know help, helping his wife you know his wife is still tapping in. We're, we're about to we're, we're it b-day is upon us coming up so you know you know beyonce about to when, drop is, out. when is she when is she dropping 29 29 29 okay the month so so i know when to stop listening to music so b-day what keep going i'm, I'm kidding I'm oh kidding. but b-day is upon us so you won't break my soul maybe maybe he he'll find you know, happiness and, and helping her, you know, uh, or whatever. I mean, he does, Jay-Z does so much shit, like I said, with the title. You never know. I mean, so he, he scratched his itch creatively. So I don't think he's going to be out here hurting. But as us, as us, I think to see a pioneer, a GOAT, one of our true, because Nas still cranking them out right now. Like, it's crazy because, like, this is why. And Hit Boy still in the studio. And Hit Boy still. This still is why still. I said, like, Nas' second half is kind of better than Jay Z's second half because not, not only did Nas, like, find his pocket, he surpassed it. And he's creating new shit. But it's not this Jay Z. You know, you can only rap where you're at. And, and Jay Z don't feel like he can provide the kind of content that he wants to put on the album. I don't blame him. Like I don't want a fucking blueprint for. Like I, you know, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Like I, I don't, 
you know, I'm cool. So you want Magna Carl Holy Grail too? I truly feel like a no, hell no. Uh, <laughs> I truly feel like there's certain ones when it, when they know, like when Kanye says I'm cool, then I, we know, you know. Uh, Drake doesn't care about his music anymore, so he's just gonna fucking be fifty doing the same shit. Um, Not Kendrick, that. when Kendrick says I'm cool, when Kendrick truly walks away, I'm it's gonna be when Cole walks away, it's gonna be tough, bro. And I feel like we're closer to those retirement. I feel like we're watching. I feel like we gotta get used to the NBA young boys and, and everything, because the Cole and the Kendrick get ready to go away, bro. Because they're really cool on this rap shit. They're really cool on this rap shit. Like Cole, Kendrick, Jay, y'all can have this rap shit, bro. They're really cool on it. So. I can see that. Um, I feel like Cole's been talking about like a potential retirement soon, but I feel like all of them has been when talking you, about a potential retirement. When you really love the art form, you you only do it for so long. Like, you, like it's only, you're doing the purity. Something it's pure music. Like, like like when you really in the art form for the the reason you in it for it was like okay I'm just how can I create the next level of music that haven't been created before which I feel like creative should always be doing. Then you know it just it, I just feel like that they're they when they're done they're done. But I hope that Cole got at least ten more years in them. I need ten more years of Cole. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to say before we move on to to hoop again? Yeah, Jay-Z, don't retire. Please give us Watch the Throne 2. Please give us Watch the Throne 2. That's all I ever want. I don't ask for much in this world. I don't ask for much in this world, but if I ever needed anything, I needed Watch the Throne 2. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Please, please, ho. Please talk to Yay. Please talk to Yay. Damn it. I knew it. Damn it. The quarter. He found a way to do it. Bring you missed it. You missed it already. I already said his name before that. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my bad. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> This is like this is gonna be like our drinking game for you. Like any for for our listeners, anytime Drill brings up Kanye, you can take a shot. Like on Howard Met Your Mother. Have you seen that show? Yes, I have. When when Robin says but um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh TMBA real quick, because uh, I know we we talked about uh our experience at Summer League on our last episode, but some stuff actually finally happened. Um the, the trade market is still kind of frozen because there are certain teams in a waiting period figuring out what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. So, like, you know, we'll see when that tree eventually falls. But a tree did fall today. Um, I guess I should start with Donovan Mitchell because I guess that news came out first. So, from – I always give Shams a credit, but I'm pretty sure this came from Woj first. No, this came from Shams. Great. It, it came from Shams. Shout out to Shams. Uh, the Jazz have started – discussing on a Donald Mitchell trade sources tell stadium New York are focused on currently among the trades all right so real um we can talk about the Knicks uh towards the end but do you think any other team besides the Knicks should should package a Donovan Mitchell deal I low-key think the Blazers have a good package to offer for Donovan Mitchell and because I would give up Simon's sharp and two picks. And I feel like that's more of a hand in the bag. You know, I feel like that's more of an actual asset. If you, And here's why I say this. As far as actual young assets, those are the two best assets you can get from any team. You know, I feel like those two best assets you can get from any team that's reasonable, that makes sense. Like, you know, but there's no way. It doesn't make sense for Dane, 
Dom, uh, Dame, and him to be in the same backcourt. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But I, on one other package that I that I could I could possibly see working um, is the Miami Heat package. Depending on how many of the of the my of the picks that it's crazy. Play. Miami's hand, they be having their hands and everything. They got their hands in the KD thing, and now Donovan apparently. Well, I mean, everybody saw that. Did, did you see the video where Dwayne Wade? Somebody a fan yeah. asked Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Hey, get Donovan to Miami. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casual. We'll try to do but, casual. But <laughs> I, I just don't – I really think Donovan wants to play for the Knicks, and I think the Knicks have a plan to for either, either way. It's just that it depends on how much Utah values Tyler Hero, to be honest. But I think that's what it really boils down to. That's a swinger for this deal. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking through rosters right now, and I'm I'm, I'm obviously we're going to talk about the Nick one and what they could potentially do, right? But um, I've never heard the Blazer one, and at first when you said it, I said fuck no. Um, no, only because I, I haven't seen Sharp play, and you know we didn't get a chance to see him play at summer league because he was hurt. We we seen Donovan play, so we seen Donovan play, but like. Ultimately, yeah, da- a Damon Donovan backcourt is just doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't work. work. It's two guys that need the ball, and I would much rather have. If Donovan was a catch and shoot player and not a more of a creator, it would work. But Donovan has to literally create, stop, play with the right. play with the school, and then go to the Baja. Mm. So I'm looking. I mean, there's no way for this team to do it, but. Dallas has to figure out something, right? Like, if you're Dallas, you're calling right. constantly trying to figure something out, right? Calling for what? You're fine. What do you I mean? Think Dallas is, I think Dallas is fine. You lost Brunson, but to be honest, Dinwiddie played, not I would say just as well, but Dinwiddie, oh, yeah. Dinwiddie is a serviceable option enough to keep Luka off the ball, and he played well for the Mavericks because he played like shit in Washington. So Dinwiddie played well for the Mavericks. You just got Christian Wood, who I personally like, who I think might be an All Star this year. Cause I think Luka might make him an All Star. And I don't, I don't, I don't think Dallas needs a Donovan Mitchell because he's gonna eat. He, Donovan has to eat too much, and Luka, I'm gonna have all the food on my plate. So then I'm gonna pick and choose who gets to eat what, and. Because of the – it's like almost like – would you agree that Luka has like like a LeBron-esque offense at this point? Like yes. Where it's no, it's, no, we didn't mean LeBron-esque. It's LeBron-centric. Yes, it's LeBron okay, with the Cavaliers. Could, could, I, I don't think uh, uh, somebody who has to dribble three times a score can really play in, in, in a LeBron offense because that ball is going to whip across the court quick and you have to catch and shoot, you know. Donovan can shoot, but do you want – that's why it doesn't work with him and Dane. Another place I thought he could work would be, um, damn, just on the tip of my tongue. I'm looking at rosters, and and I, at at first glance, I was like Chicago, but nope, no. You got Zach. You just resigned. Got Zach. Zach. You got Demar. I thought Charlotte, because they have assets and contracts they want to get rid of. Right. Dump a pick or two. Send Hayward back home. You know. Let's let's call it home. That's funny. Um, but I because I want to, I actually want. I hope they do something with Lamelo in the backcourt. But I do like um, James Booknight, who's gonna probably get a lot of burn this year. Um, oh, they're finally gonna play Booknight this year. Uh, hopefully, Scary Terry's still on the contract and they ain't made no moves. And I hope that nobody signs Miles Bridges. So, 
Okay, so okay, this is the second time I scroll past this team. So if you're Toronto and you're out of the Kevin Durant business, you don't call and see if you can do a no. a they got they have all their picks, right? I think Toronto has all their picks. I think yeah. you can do a you can't do a OG and Trent. I'm not no, giving I wouldn't even do OG. I'll give you Fred. No, 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 untouchable. No, Fred Van Fleet is untouchable. Go, go on, to, go, Mitchell. Go, go on Raptors Twitter right now and put that out there and see what they say. No, no I, Fred Van Fleet is it isn't a third of the defender. Isn't a third defender that Don, the Donovan Mitchell would be? I, I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing no. that part. My point is. They, if you have Donovan Mitchell, if you swap Donovan Mitchell with Fred Van Fleet, you literally just have one bad defender on that defense in in, in, the, in the lineup. And if I'm Toronto, I say I can ship you OG Ananobi and treat and Gary Trent and keep Fred Van Fleet. He's untouchable. Fred Van Fleet's almost untouchable. Why is why is Fred Van Fleet untouchable, but OG's not? Raptors culture. Well, Fred, well OG kind of don't want to be there. I'm I'm just going off reports. It, it OG, was it was okay. It, it's been reported about that, but that's not set in stone. But I would how rather. Is, but how old is how old is Donovan Mitchell? He, is Donovan Mitchell what 25, 26? 25. Okay, and I was talking to to to, to Matt about this, and I and I, so I'm gonna ask you. So now let's get around to the, to the offer that could happen if it's the Knicks. Mm-hmm. If it's the Knicks and it's Brunson, Mitchell, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson, that is is that a top three C in the East? I'm I'm trying to go to the. I need you to say that package one more time. <clears throat> so it, no, no. So the five is going to be Mitchell, Julius. Randall. Oh, you're talking about the lineup. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But no, the trade is going to be. I'm yeah, like what's the trade? Picks. What's the trade? At this trade, I feel like it's going to be seven picks because they got four from OKC that can go up to seven. I say seven picks. Uh, um, Toppin, Fournier, quickly Grimes. That's the deal. And seven picks. And seven picks. I'm not giving them seven picks. Are you giving I know. Them, you're giving I know, them seven picks. I know. I know the internet is is can saying. Can I bet a dinner on this? You can. I, I know the internet is talking about Utah is gonna clean up and get all these picks, but like nobody's nobody. Nobody. That's that's what I'm saying. Nobody told those idiots to fucking do. They were fucking outbidding themselves. Who's who's bidding for who's bidding for, for Gobert? That was offering that many picks. But Miami don't have that much capital. They don't, but but that's what I'm hey, saying. Donovan and the Knicks acquired three extra first round picks this year. On top of the, the, the three, they can give up seven picks. Seven picks is too steep because they're not going to give up Julius. Because I don't believe the, the Jazz Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks are thirsty. So I mean, anything is possible. They're thirsty for a star of Donovan Mitchell's caliber. Um, so sure, it's possible, but I think that would be stupid. I think that. Who's uh, Donovan Mitchell signed with? Is he a CAA? CAA and his son and his agent. Of course. Is Leon Rose's uh, son. Donovan Mitchell? Yes, his agent is Leon Rose's son. He was already a CAA guy when he signed. They were there when he drafted him. I mean, CAA guys guys are already saying when they they drafted Donovan Mitchell, everybody's going to fucking regret pass on Donovan Mitchell. They told that to everybody as the the Knicks took took, uh, Frankie Smokes. Yeah, Frank Nelkina. Those that were listening, that's not his name. Um, 
The Knicks, I, I just don't like the backcourt of him and Brunson together. I get it. Um, that's a lot of money for two guards that are small and can't guard. With the RJ extension coming. With the RJ, huh? With the RJ extension. With the RJ, with the RJ extension coming. Um, this is why I thought they have to trade Julius Randle. Yeah, they gotta they gotta put something else in there. Um, that's why I don't think they can just empty the cupboard with seven picks. I think that's that's a little steep. But who knows, man? Like I said, the the, the Knicks are thirsty for for that kind of top end talent. Um, uh, I do think it's either the Knicks or Miami. I think that's that's the end of the list because like we just went over several teams and like you know only a couple of them really say I, I like the Raptors one. You didn't necessarily. Um, nah, because uh, Prevent has to go. That's crazy. All right, so last basketball topic. Um, DeAndre Aiden, the Indiana Pacers. He, well, DeAndre Aiden is accepting an offer sheet from the Indiana Pacers. Uh, let me get the money right. Wait till I... Four years, uh, 133. Four years, 133 max offer sheet Offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers. His agent, I can't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. And Bill Duffy. No, I know Bill Duffy, but it it was a name before Bill Duffy. I'm sorry. I apologize. What's the name? Who's the guy? He was a Bill Duffy. I can say that. Um, But the Suns match, which is uh, the big surprise. So that everybody, so the Indiana, uh, him accepting the Indiana offer sheet has been out there for, um, for the last couple of days. So, you know, we expected that to happen, but was not expected to happen was the Suns to match real. Because I just learned about this like an hour ago. Please tell me, what do you think about what does this mean for the Suns uh, matching the offer sheet, offer sheet for Indiana? What does that mean to you? Uh, I, I mean, of course, it doesn't take them out of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. I don't know what this means for them. I don't know if they truly want to run it back with DeAndre Eaton because I don't know. I like I get is him and like, him and him is him and Monty's situation fixed. Everything no, it, my thing is also factor in this, Kevin. Look at uh, um, look at the landscape of the four contracts they're gonna have between Book, CP3, um, Bridges, Kel, and Aiden. All four of those contracts. Look at look at look. look that's a lot of money. They, and they still got Landry Shaman, and they still got um, me. Uh, um, yeah, Dario Sarge. You mix Dario Sarge. Makes Dario Sarge. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Landry Shemin makes about nine million. Dario Sarge. They have a bunch of a bunch of contracts, which is weird. They had this, like they like said Dario Sarge. And nine. we know how that owner operates. We don't want we don't acknowledge the bigot, but but um <laughs> but let's just say for and yeah, Cam got paid too. Cam got paid some money too, right? He, 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 he hasn't got paid. He hasn't got paid. He hasn't got paid yet. And that's okay. the hold up. He's due for an extension next year. And Jay Crowder is on the last year of his deal. He makes about $10 million a year. So it just right now. No, Cam Johnson, not campaign. Didn't Cam Johnson sign an offer sheet for something? Cam, Cam Johnson has not signed. Oh, um, okay. It was Payne. It was Payne. Campaign and the. He makes about six million dollars a year too. So, and then Crowder, yeah, they're gonna have to shed some money. That's, that's I, what I'm Hundred percent, they're, they're gonna shed money. They're a tax team now. They're, they're heavy in the tax. And it, my thing is, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know if it's KD or what. But I mean, I guarantee, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. This, I, I don't know. This, this, uh, this is, has to be one of the weirdest NBA off seasons I've ever experienced. And me and you, Kev, we. We love looking at free agency. One year we were in New York for free agency. Nigga, yeah. we love NBA free agency. Yeah. 
But so, but I, but I, I would tell you who loves free agency. The talking head shows. Uh, it's you, definitely, but, but, it's but, definitely the dry season of talking head shows. This a weird they led, yeah, it is. They led. Um, what show was that? Was it? Uh, they led. Um, what's the one with Nick Wright? Um, first things first. They led first things first with the stupid job Morant can cook MJ thing. And I was like, yo, we're in a weird time, bro. They no, let it with, that was a block. And then B block was still Kevin Durant stuff. And I was like, yo, Kevin Durant got this freaking shit in it. He got the, the media in a chokehold and he's been, he's been relatively quiet for the most part here, here and there. He's been talking, uh, just responding to stupid people. Um, on the internet trying to ask some stupid questions about stuff. Uh, I, feel but like, I really feel like Kevin Durant likes the attention that he's getting too. He he probably does. Um, do you have anything else to add to this Aiden thing? Um, so what do you think happens from here? I mean, he can't do anything that he got matched. I mean, I guess the only thing that can happen is if Indiana can can Indian up up the offer. No, that's it. That's it, once, right? Once it's matched, that's it. So any, I mean, Indiana's probably gonna pivot. Mm-hmm. So probably, and they're probably gonna rebuild now. So, if you're Miles Turner, how does that make you feel that they offered him? They I'm offered Aiden. It's like a slap in the face, right? Uh not really, because Miles Turner should probably know what's up because he's in a walk year. I mean, they should probably kept it a buck with him to begin with, and he probably and he probably gonna get dealt. Maybe to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for what? We'll get it. We'll add the picks now. But for Kyrie, we cool. We're not adding the picks. We're not negotiating ourselves. We're not stupid. Bron co-signed on that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Bron co-signed on that. We're good. We're good. We're good. Everybody's good over here. Okay. 80s with lethal shooter. Uh, Space Guy is asking a question. What's the difference? Uh, <laughs> so he asked the question, "What's the difference between Cat and Gobert?" And Jarrell responded, "With one has Jordan Woods." Oh, in terms of Turner. Oh well, uh, those because yeah. those though Gobert and Cat can actually play together. You can't play. Aiden you can play Matt. Yeah, you can play Aiden and turn together. Look at the way Aiden does. Turner doesn't do anything but shoot threes. No, what are you talking about? You never watch Miles Turner play basketball. All you do is shoot fucking threes. I know. All you do is shoot threes. I know. So you can play him and defend. So you can play him and Aiden together. I can't play together. They were. I I guarantee you, they were trying to just now with that offer sheet. You don't think they were trying to? They can't play together. Okay, let me rephrase. They shouldn't play together. They sure anybody can play together. I think there is likely to succeed as much as Cat and Gobert. Miles Turner offense has gone down for the last couple of seasons. He's been injured. He's, He's been, been injured. injured. And Rick Carlisle's yeah. not that great of a coach. <laughs> Go ahead and call him. Go. Don't don't you dare call Rick Carlisle a ball roller. Not a ball roller, but he, he's a, I'm, I'm starting <laughs> okay. to get a little. I'm starting to get a little. Uh, I got, I'm going to watch the Pacers a lot next year and see what Rick Carlisle does. Okay. Um. All right, we can get off of that. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, end it with our, our our new segment, millennial millennium millennial. Sorry, millennial thoughts. Uh, 
Um, Rel, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first this time? You go first. Okay. <clears throat> so for my millennial millennial thoughts this time this uh for this for episode one eighteen is it's been four months since the incident. We haven't heard a peep. It's been quiet throughout the social media front. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Will Smith. We haven't heard a peep. There has been no red table talk. There has been. There, no, no, no. There has not been a red table talk with Will Smith and Jada like okay. we were all assuming that was going to happen. Sorry. Go ahead. So Jada's operating like you know, business as usual. She kind of speak about spoke about, you know, what happened in in her words. But, I, you know, I went to Will's social media. It's been four months. He hasn't posted, not a story, not anything on Facebook. Now I know to a lot of people, this is just this this might seem normal. But let me try to put this in perspective for people. Will Smith was making hundreds of millions of hundred hundred of thousands of dollars per post on Instagram. This is a fact. Big business has stopped for for what's going on. I, and then, you know, we heard rumors of, you know, studios not wanting to fuck with him after the slap of Chris Rock. And then it was reversed to where some studios were still saying they were messing with fucking with Will. And, and, and I just, my, my, my question is it's, it's, it's been four months. Shit. Travis Scott is back outside after, you know, the stuff that happened at Astro world, those awful, awful situations that happened at Astro world. And Will Smith is not back outside after slapping Chris Rock. And I'm just wondering why hasn't Will Smith been, made it back outside? Why is he still quiet? Why is there nothing happened on the Will Smith front? And why is it? I mean, we all joked about a potential red table talk, and and it's all quiet on the Will Smith front. So that's what I have. I'm just, I'm just I'm just a I'm just a, a, a you know a a guy that you know who has a phone and and just wondering what's going on with my man Will and I hope everything's good and I hope Chris Rock is straight too. Go ahead, real. I was thinking about where I was going to go in mind. There was a couple options that I was thinking about going, but it's something that happened to me recently that really made me, uh, really pissed me off recently. And I just, you know, just want to say, listen, my, so my millennial thoughts today is about DM etiquette. And okay. I'm just going to say, like, you know, Ladies, there's a certain way, like, like in today's social media, you know, people can like a picture, you know, love a picture. They like something. Just because I like something doesn't mean I want to talk to you. Just because I, I comment on something doesn't mean I'm trying to get at you. Just because I, I have a conversation Facts. with you that, that actually mean I actually give a fuck about you. Like, like me, I'm a pretty selfish person. In my life, I'm probably the only person I care about. And so if you get oh, to know me... And actually, fucking would actually consider the fact that who you talking to were it's just a situation where somebody 
just thought of, they took it, they posted like a conversation and they took a conversation and thought like, you know, I was trying to talk to them and it was never trying to situation, never the situation to begin with. I just, I just wish that DM etiquette could be like, if your comments are open, like, and you ask somebody a question and I respond, just have a normal conversation with people nowadays. People just want to like, I like, not every dude is trying to talk to you. Not, not, not every, like, I, I'm not, you know, just, I don't get it. And I, I don't know. That just pissed me off this week. So my millennial thought is because I'm sick of this fucking cat and mouse game. I play with these women that about, you know, how to talk and DM. I'm just fucking sick of it. So that ultimately is, is what is, is, is I'm not going to DM you anymore. I'm just going to mute you. So. Um, so we're, we're using millennial, millennial thoughts to, to, to air out frustrations and stuff now. I said it could be whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, that works. Um, yeah, so we did two pods this week, so we're going to have a little shorter episode today. Um, but please, please, please don't. Please, please don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. It really helps the pod go a long way. We're trying, we're on the road to get, we want to get to 50 subscribers on YouTube and we can't do that without you guys' help. Please subscribe on YouTube. Um, and if you aren't a, a YouTube listener, watcher, uh, wherever else you're listening to the pod, please subscribe and leave a comment um, and also leave a review. Uh Again, I think I asked you guys this. Uh, well, I asked you this real. Spotify has a review thing too, right? Yeah, has a review. Okay. Please leave a review on Spotify um, to help the algorithms do algorithm stuff. Um, and uh, please on Apple Music as well. Uh, real good job. Three pods, three pods in a week, man. You the goat. You're goaded. Uh, shout out to Matt, who I haven't met yet, but uh, I'm. I'm, I'm Dying to know how you're a Laker fan from in, in live in Chicago. I need answers. Uh, we're those millennials, uh, and we're out.